0: Hi folks, thanks for tuning in to the Sportsman Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Cope, and today we're talking fishing. And we uh, got some, in front of us, some Stanley Jigs Vibershaft Spinner Baits. And uh, we're going to talk to the man himself, Lonnie Stanley, about uh, when you should use spinner baits with uh, certain type blades on them. We've got Colorado Blades, Willow Blades, a combination of Two Colorado blades, a Colorado blade, and a Willow blade combo. And uh, we're going to talk to Lonnie and see, you know, what determines when you use uh, these different spinnerbaits. All right, Lonnie, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on. Hey, hey, Mr. Lonnie, I'm good. How about you?
1: Uh, Well, between all the rain and the, the cold weather, I'm tired of this stuff now. I'm ready to move to Mexico, I guess.
0: I bet, I saw that y'all are getting hit with the rain pretty hard
1: Yeah, it's, it's got our lakes all, we've been making new muddy water spinnerbait colors and we have a good place to practice on it right now Sam <laughs> yes, Raver is only 7 miles away and it's whew, most of it up the creeks and everything is so muddy Whatever. How you been doing?
0: Oh, I'm good, I, I appreciate your time I was uh, wondering if I could talk to you a little bit about those uh, dirty water spinnerbaits
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: that's fine. All right. I um I got a little package from y'all um earlier this year, and I appreciate that. It had uh, you know six or eight spinner baits in it, and um and my brother was with me when I opened the package. He's not a big fisherman, and he uh you know he he just commented on how all of them were so different, but um you know how could that make a difference to the fish? <laughs> right. And, right. And and I and I told him, well, it actually does. You know, the different uh. Blades give off different sounds and vibrations and such, but um, I figured, right. well, who who better to really tell the story than than Mr. Lonnie Stanley himself?
1: Right, right. Gosh, we've been doing it, you know. Nat, we started in uh, building spinnerbaits and oh, right about thirty nine years ago, and been building jigs for a little over forty. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. But you know, it's felt fun uh, to develop. I got my nephew and Randy, my best friend, and my nephews that fish a lot, they fish a lot more than I do, and it keep, keeps us old guys up to, you know, up to date on what what they need. In fact, some of these dirty water spinnerbaits we made for our pro staff, and me and John, we went fishing with them, and John went that way, and I went this way, and you got back in that off-color water, that uh, orange blade mixed with a chartreuse blade with a real bright, Larry Nixon's favorite color red perch skirt was, you know, you go through there with a, a wild one and got chartreuse a wild one and catch three, come right back through there with the orange blades, with the orange and chartreuse blades and skirt that, you know, it's just give them something, I guess, to pick up better in that muddy water. I can pick it up better. And uh, with the little flash blades on there and, you know, catch nine or 10 more.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds like a good day.
1: <laughs> right. And w- William, actually, my nephew William, is went last Saturday and Sunday and he caught Five. It weighed 26 pounds on the uh, dirty water spinnerbait on Saturday, and did the same thing on the other end of the lake on Sunday. He's getting ready to fish a big tournament in two weeks.
0: Well, I, I know he'd like to have that bag in uh, about any oh, tournament. Oh yeah, he,
1: he said. He said, I just, you know, I'm experimenting with these new colors that you made." And uh, he said, you know, I threw a ball with Cypress Trent, caught a seven-pounder, and then I caught a six-pounder. And I went on the other side, caught a five-pounder, and my partner yeah. caught two three-pounders. And we left this end of the lake and went to the other end the next day.
0: <laughs> That's a good day for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, whatever. That You know, you never know what you're going to do on Sam Rayburn in the spring, this, you know, February, March, and April. You can catch five and weigh 35 pounds in a minute. Right. And then you might not catch nothing. <laughs> you never know. Right. But they got a lot of big fish in it. it yeah, you know, the the you know the the dirty water spinnerbaits that we're making is you know it's made out of the you know the tapered wire and you know we got a chartreuse and orange mostly and white blades. You know something that'll show up for the fish to see in that muddy water because a lot of times you know they 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 hear so much coming through the water with sound, big thumper blades, little spinner bait, buzz baits, rattle traps. I think sometimes you're Slow roll on spinnerbait, you're not making a lot of noise, but if you can get the right kind of flash on it that they can pick up the flash and the vibration both. They'll eat it.
0: <laughs> All right, good. And and how big of a difference, or, or what, I guess the better question would be, when a fisherman is looking in his tackle box and he sees a spinnerbait that has two Colorado blades on it, and then he sees another one that has a Colorado blade and a Willow blade on it, what would make him determine... Well, I need to use this one over the other one.
1: Well, that's kind of like that water clarity and cloudy days versus uh, you know bright sunny days. To me, the perfect scenario for a spinnerbait in clear water to stain. You know, you know, not real. You can see it down a foot deep. It, you know, it's a double willow, You know, with a white chartreuse and white golden shiner color. You know, like a brim color spinnerbait on a bright sunny day. That would be my number one choice. That would be probably all I would throw. Now go back to the same lake, and it's it's rained, and, and the back of the creeks is off-colored. It's you know it's cloudy. That's when you double Colorados or your chartreuse blades or your dirty water spinnerbaits that we're making. That would be more of a time.
0: But all it right.
1: is one other thing that this dirty water spinnerbait that me and John's making now for Mostly, you know, we sell most of our stuff in the South, but it's also sell them everywhere. Back in 1982, when I made the Bassmaster Classic, you know what I caught most of my fish on? That Ricky won wanted on a first one time I ever been up there on a golden shiner spinnerbait with a chartreuse blade on the front of a gold smallmouth. The smallmouth love colored blades, you know, something real flashy. Oh yeah. And you know, we fish Lake Ontario and the. St. Uh, Lawrence River up there, and you can see the bottom in 10 foot deep.
0: But oh,
1: yeah. We caught a lot of fish on, on, on chartreuse bladed spinnerbait, not the, you know, chartreuse front and a gold back.
0: Right.
1: And so the dirty water is mostly, we call that dirty water for the south, but also that dirty water spinnerbait for up north and the clear water is excellent bait, especially if you're around smallmouth. All
0: right. Great. All right. Great. And uh, so, you know, like with the weather the way it is right now, it's obviously going to be muddy across the South for quite a while. And, yeah. uh, so, you know, these dirty water spinner baits are um, probably going to be a big hit right now. And, uh, you know, what, what, a color combination and blade combination, I guess you're saying the double Colorado with some chartreuse on it is, is the way to go right now.
1: That's, uh, that's, you know, we make about eight or 10 different, you know, Variations of it from the willow Willa to a Colorado Willa to a Colorado Colorado, and and we have some gold blades in there, so you know chartreuse in the front and orange in the front and gold back. We kind of mixed them up a little bit there. And to me, the number one for real muddy. Let's let's just start with the real muddy. You can see a spinnerbait six inches deep or less. You know the orange front blade and a chartreuse back blade. To me. Or you can reverse either one, chartreuse and orange, or orange and chartreuse. That to me is the best muddy water. I'm talking when it's muddy water, not stained.
0: All right. Now, All when right.
1: you get into the stained water, the one is, you know, a gold front, a go you know, two gold blades, or a, a white blade. We make one that's chartreuse in the front and, and white in the back. Yes, sir. That's the best. That's the best scenario for you. Other than that, when I get into where I can see it a foot and a half deep, most of the time I'm gonna use a go-go, just our regular spinnerbait.
0: All yeah. right.
1: But right now, you know, back of beach basin on you know, Sam in the back of uh, all the creeks in Gunnersville, Alabama, and triple places in the in the Georgia. and play, people I know is man. They said, man, we took the the dirty water when with a chartreuse back blade and in a in a of orange front and a chartreuse back and that's the best combination for muddy muddy water to me
0: all right all right and uh what determines what size spinnerbait you're using does that have anything to do with the water clarity
1: uh well most of the time when you use a dirty water spinnerbait it's muddy so the fish is not going to be re- real deep now we make a uh, three-quarter ounce that you slow roll it in in the muddy water out at eight to ten foot. Most of the time, your number one seller is going to be a half ounce because you can fish two foot of water to eight foot. And most of the time in muddy water, in the pre spawn, you know, are, that's where the fish is going to be anyway. And around seven foot to me is a magic depth. Now, if you if you get way up in the grass and stuff in the muddy water, and, you know that's when I'd use a three h when I get less than five foot three eighths. From five to ten and a half, and from ten and deeper, I would use a three quarter.
0: All right, and and when you're fishing these spinner baits, uh, are do you like to just steadily reel, or do you do any jerking motions, or or do you give it any kind of action other than just reeling it?
1: Well, most of the time it's, it's the speed, not the so much of the jerking and putting. That. It's got so much action there—the blade, you know, the vibration coming off the blade, it's shaking the skirt. And I always put some kind of trailer on the back of mine either, you know, or, you know like a little zoom trailer or zo- sometimes we, we want a lot of noise, you know, a lot of vibration. We put a, you know, like a zoom speed crawl on the back and which makes it go crazy, you know, but I, I just use mine for his speed, either fast, medium, or slow or super slow. know oh, are right. three ways you use a spinnerbait, buzz it across the top of the grace. Then that way you catch in. You know, a reaction strikes kind of like a buzzbait or a frog, and then you know they'll tick the top of the grass or the cover, mostly grass. We look for grass everywhere, anywhere you can find grass: hydrilla, coontail, milfoil, and five foot, six foot of water in the spring pre-spawn. They're going to be fish laying in it, on top of it, or on the outside.
0: All right. All right, that's a good tip.
1: But uh, (laughs) you know, I I, hey, look, I fish with my nephew Daniel Rayburn. I got Toledo Bend, fifty miles. Sam Rayburn is seven. Livingston and Conroe is less than two hour drive. I got Lake Fort, two hours up the road. I got more tournaments. (laughs) I got an (laughs) eight year old grandson that is eat up with. Basketball, baseball, and bass fishing. <laughs> yes, sir. He he's he's hung up on the bees right now, and let's go another, throw another in our Buck hunting. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yes, sir.
1: And so, but he loves to fish, and uh, in fact, we're fishing McDonald's in April. Uh, Joanne and Skeeter lets him fish with me and Randy in the Skeeter Big Open Tournament in June. Oh yeah. And uh, he's he's up with bass fishing. He'll be the next Ricky Clun of the world or Kevin Van Damme. <laughs>
0: All right, great. Well, we we look forward to seeing him. But well, if you
1: need anything to fish with, any time you want to call me or you need anything to fish with, if you ain't got it, it's because you ain't talking to me, or Clifford.
0: All right, all right.
1: Just let us know whatever.
0: All right. Well, I sure do appreciate it, and appreciate all okay. everything y'all do okay. for us, and uh, and thank you for your time. Thank you. All right, folks, there you have it. That is a legend in the sport of fishing. That's Mr. Lonnie Stanley of Hale Lures and Stanley Jigs. And uh, you can check them out at fishstanley.com, and you can find their lures, uh, you know, all over in, in, in every tackle store you ever plan to go in. Um, you'll see Stanley Lures, Stanley Jigs, and, and Hale Lures and Jigs, hey, and— uh, well, folks, thanks for tuning in to the Sportsman Weekly Podcast. I'm, fi- I'm glad we finally got some fishing in. And uh, tune in next week, and we'll have another one for you. Uh, I'm your host, Brian Cope, signing off.